Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Postcards from the Edge. Hey guys, Ida Williams here and welcome to Postcards from the Edge a podcast where every week I'll be having some amazing guests on, usually joined by my mom, Gwen, and my small-time first husband, Robbie Williams. He's a bit of a limelight stealer, so I will try and keep him to a minimum for you and for me. Every episode, we'll be chatting about our Anglo-American differences, which are huge now that I am an L.A. girl living in the United Kingdom, with a good bit of gossip thrown in as well. So let's get on to this week's guest. This week's guest is someone I have been wanting to have on the podcast for ages, but we're always in different places at different times. It's it's kind of funny how it took a global pandemic, which has separated everyone, to finally get us together. It is the incredible and amazing artist, actress, and all-around superwoman, Eve. Eve and I finally got together to chat about how life has been treating her in lockdown what we miss about the good old U.S. of A, and how we both cope with being married to Englishmen from Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> Here it is. One quick note. This episode is a bit rude and crude, with a few naughty words thrown in, so definitely not family-friendly listening. Sorry, kids. Postcards from the edge. Okay, well, I just I just wanted to start off by saying a huge thank you to you, Eve, for coming on this podcast. I'm I'm kind of geeking out because I feel like I feel like not only was I and have been a fan of yours since you first came on the scene, but also I remember one of my first guest stars ever being on your TV show, and you were so nice, and I had the best time. And it was just so weird when you when you said you were going to do the podcast. It like brought me back to like 2004 and my my excitement of being on your show and just how in awe I was of you because you just bossed that sitcom. And, you know, I've always, I've always been in awe, like how multifaceted you are. I mean, you're Grammy winner, you're an actress, you're a host. I mean, you, you, you've got lots of, lots of tools in your toolkit. And, um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. I had no idea that you had married an English person, by the way. And when, when, when we were looking it up, I mean, this is what, so it was amazing. First of all, my husband, Rob, completely geeked out because your, your husband, Max, is from Stoke-on-Trent, I believe. Yes. <laughs> so we yeah. both managed to be girls in LA who married husbands <laughs> from Stoke-on-Trent, which is so random. That is completely, 
Right, yeah. that's some random shit that we both ended up American girls marrying British husbands from the same Staffordshire area. Yeah, which no, means that's like crazy. Right? Like I by the way, one of my things, and I'm sure I'll go round in different circles because I'm not a very organized person with podcasts, but like I was like, she'll know what oat cakes and pie clits are because she's yeah. married to someone from Stoke on Trent. Like I actually like, really like oat cakes. Aren't the they that, so good? They're so good. <laughs> they're so good. Now, yeah, do you I like yours with cheese and onion or with, like, how do you have your oat cake? How does Max have an oat cake? Like, yeah. how do you like your I oat like cake? cheese and onion. I've, of course, um, you know about this. Was it Bran- Branston Pickle? The Branston I, Pickle. The, the Branston. I have to say, it's really good. They got some good condiments in England. Right? Really- they have great condiments. <laughs> they have great, con- they have way more condiments. I feel like we just have, like, mustard and ketchup. And yeah. they've got, no. like, everything. They've Brown got, like, what is it? Brown sauce, that's it. I what is the difference? Sauce. What do they make brown sauce with? Do you know what they make brown sauce no, with? No, because if, if they told me, I would probably stop eating it. So I don't want to right, know. Right, true. Fair actually. enough. Is it Yeah, no, it's better. No. I don't know what it is. Oh. I don't, you're right. I don't want to know. It's like that. Did you ever, have you ever tried black pudding? I love black pudding. I actually right? love, love black pudding. It's so good. But what, like it. Mac doesn't like it. Does he not like it? See, I loved it, but then they told me what it was, and now it freaks me out. Okay, so I do know what it is, and I still eat it, so I guess I can learn brown sauce. (laughs) And you could probably deal with the brown sauce. The brown sauce can't be worse than the black pudding. Did you guys meet? I was reading that you met at one of the gumball events. Was that in London, or was that in L.A.? It was actually in Ibiza. So it was the... Oh. Yeah, it was the the gumball... Yeah, it was the gumball from Miami to Ibiza. Um, and we actually got legally married in Miami at the courthouse and then drove to, where did we fly from from that one? Oh, did we fly to New York? I think we flew from New York. I can't remember where we flew from, but to into, into London. I, yeah, it was JFK. We flew from JFK to London. And then I flew from London to Ibiza. He came in like three days later. And then we got married a few days after. Actually, he got there a few a day after. And then we got married like three days later. Because we wanted the gumballers to be there. Um, so it was intimate and very uh, civilized for in the beginning. And then we had a crazy party at the end. See, that at sounds like, I mean, Ibiza, Rob and I love Ibiza. It's and amazing. There's, like a, there's a special vibe, isn't it, with Ibiza? It's amazing. Honestly, it's amazing. Even with this craziness that's happening right now, it's like we were looking at each other like, are we doing a vacation? Should we go back to Ibiza? Even though everything's closed. We did the same thing, by the way. By the way, we've been looking into the same thing. I think, first of all, we've had cabin fever, even though we're in a beautiful house. We're like, we're still fucking here. And we just started to research going to Ibiza on a holiday, even though there's like nothing open. I was like, maybe we just. What? It's nice. It'll be nice. It'll That's what I mean, nice. like, especially if you go, like, you could even go, like, North Shore it and just be like, yep, I'm yes. going in for the chill vibes. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm just hanging. I'm going to try something real quick. Are you trying Let's the pods? See. Let me see if it works. Oh, fudge my life. This has, been, this has been all day, by the way. So why is the internet so funky today? Did they give you a reason or it's just decided not to work? No, you know, it's crazy. We've all had it. Like, all the ladies at some point something happens to someone during the week it does not matter like it's never it's never like a full run through easy oh no it's like there's someone who 
pops in and out at some point. Like, how are you, that's an interesting, like, how are you doing that show remotely? Because that seems like a really, like, I have difficult just doing, like, a Zoom conversation with girlfriends. Like, I can't imagine doing a, a TV show with everyone chiming in with the rhythms on yeah. online. Like, how has that been working? It's It's been good and also frustrating and also hilarious and also angry. Like, for us, we laugh at it, but I'm sure the director, the producers are probably like the whole time when something goes wrong. I have to say the team of people who are working on this show, all the producers and the editors and the writers and the, you know, our director, they're so incredible. I don't know how they made this happen. I don't know how they make it happen every week. We just have to literally click on the link and show up. So like they like do all, all the, the extra stuff work. But it's amazing how quickly like these shows kind of galvanized and figured out how to do this right away. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like lockdown. Oh, the world's fucked. And then all of a sudden there were still shows happening, which is yep. like yeah, no. amazing that they like, it's do they just, like send you a kit and some lights. Like how do they what's the what are like the briefings in the morning, like the meetings? Like, how do you do all that? It's you know what? So uh, the first few weeks were were kind of like wait, I have to set up a ring light. Now I have like a special bag for my ring light. Now I have oh, like that's nice. a microphone. You got a little ring bag. You got, oh, a, little I ring got bag. a ring bag. No, can I tell you? So the other day I actually, I went and shot something at Max's office um, just for a different background because we're hosting the daytime Emmy. So I was like, let me go do it somewhere that's kind of a little more cool, a little more fun. A little more fabulous. A little more fabulous because our house is super chill. Like I'm hippie and right. he's kind of, he's extra like art. So I was like, I wanted to do it somewhere else. And, um, and so I had my ring light, I had my bag, I had my hand. I felt like I looked like one of those really cool photographers. Like I had on a really cute dress and I was like, I wonder if you people get it out. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I wonder if people look at me and think I'm like this cute photographer. <laughs> like they I totally was so do. They totally- <laughs> I love, I love that you were like, you should just like kind of just walk on the street, even if you have like nowhere to go with your like ring right. lights. Like people give you props. I feel like that's a lot. I might get work. I might that's get work. Like, people might be like, that, right? <laughs> Literally, like, who's that girl I want to work with? And you have like all your kid out. And you could just like be like mobile entertainment at any moment. Exactly. Now, what is it? Now, here's another one. What do you do about how do you do? Because this would be my, because I'm so insecure with my hair and my makeup. What do you do about hair and girl, makeup? Girl, girl, girl. situation. That, okay, that I had to come to terms with. I watched a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there no way I could do this with full like sunglasses? I'm trying yeah, like hats, sunglasses. I tried yeah, to negotiate. You, can't you do all of that? I feel like that <laughs> would be tried. my biggest emotional hurdle is going on national television, having having prepped myself at home. Girl, girl. That's so, great. But That's I have to great. say, if you find the right YouTube videos, and I have an amazing makeup artist named Ernesto, who I am missing, and hair girl, Angela, I am missing. But I do have a dope girl here in London, so at least for hair. And actually, I have good makeup here, but obviously we haven't seen each other. But he helped me out with some tips, and then I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos, I swear. But good that's, ones, not those see, terrible that's what, ones. Like, I don't even know how to contour. I don't even know how to contour. Like, I'd be lost. I'd be like in a river without an oar. Well, you know what this I mean? is like, what I'll say. Start very light because right. I have definitely over contoured and looked at myself in the Zoom and was like, fuck, <laughs> whose face is that? Who's, who's this chick on here? Like, this? So just start light. 
Just start live. That's what I'll do. I'll start. I mean, I've started with nothing today. Do you find now? Here's you look the thing. Great. I mean, I know people know where this is audio, but you, your skin's amazing. Like you look great. Oh, bless you. No, your skin's amazing. Mine is like, mine looks a bit like, wow, I've, I've not taken care of myself and no one's seen me in five months. Well, honestly, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? I'm not going to be that person and say, no, I'm going to receive that compliment with gratitude. Hold on to yeah. it. I'm going to hold on to it. Put it in my back pocket for a yes. moment when I'm feeling wobbly. And then I'm going to pull it out of my back pocket and feel fierce. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I think? Now this is controversial and your people in London will yeah. get really mad at me. And so will my people, but I do find that like the hair and makeup is just on a tip in LA. That's so far higher. Why is it so 100%. good here? Right? I, like, I struggle. Agree. It, it, listen, it took me a long time. I now have to say I have a nice arsenal when I do yeah. have things here that I know exactly who to call for exactly. But I've been living here now for, God, I've been going back and forth for 10 years, but officially like six wow. years. It took me a long time to find them. And I don't think that's disrespect in any way. I think no. most artists, no, I'm just saying it in the sense that, cause if any artist gets mad, most artists look to American artists with hair and makeup for, for the trends anyway. So I think yeah. that's a, that is a fair, fair, fair. Statement. I think it's a fair I'm thing to say. Cause, cause most of the time I say UK is better on every front. And I too have like an yeah. arsenal of people now that I finally found that I think, okay, this is amazing. But I know it took yeah. me years to find like, colorists and makeup artists oh, yeah. like because i have extensions too so like get yeah. the extensions right get the color you right. know it's the like you go to la the hair the hair quality i mean i've Ooh, definitely yes. looked like i had a broomstick on my head many times oh girl before. yes hey my max has definitely been like where where, where are you going what's happening what's going on <laughs> what's the problem by the <laughs> way like, i no, loved no. <laughs> I loved in the brief when you were like, I knew he was the one because he saw me without my weave. And I was like, I so related to that because I remember the time when like I had no extensions in my hair and I felt like a bald eagle. And I was like, well, Girl. I must really love him if I'm going to let him see me like this. And you know what? I feel like once you get through, when you get past that, you're like, that's it. This is good. That's it. It's this done. It. When, it's they're done. Not, when they're not shocked, when they're not like, when they're Whoa! not horrified, when they, when they see it and they don't run. It was I, like, I had like no hair. And then I pulled out, there was like one day I was like, fuck it. He's got to see it. And I pulled out like right. my security blanket from childhood. And I was like, I, if he can handle I, seeing this and my hair, then he must really love me. And this is it. hundred percent. Yes. I love that. But that's true. I tell my it's girlfriend true. that. I have a friend who she, the girl who does my hair here, actually, she has a client. She tells me that has, she's been married to her husband. God, they must be married. I don't know. 15, 16. He still has never seen her real. No, I don't no. know how, how, how does she do that in quarantine? By the way, that's a magic Listen, trick. You that's know what? I wonder, I wonder, I'm going to ask about that. I don't know. About you need to ask about that. Cause I, I have a girlfriend whose partner has never seen her without extensions. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, I want to know in quarantine, have you risked it? I think right. she's risked it. I you think she's to. risked it. She's risked it. If quarantine has taught us anything, our extensions are not that, I mean, they are important. Let me, let, no, let no, me. but they're not as important as yes. it was like nails all went out the window. Oh, God. Hair went out the window. Like, Can I tell like, you, 
when I get back into that pedicure chair and they can get that extra layer off and you know what I'm talking about, I'm going to be <laughs> the happiest person <laughs> that ever lived. They're going to be like scrubbing and shaving for like an hour when I put my oh, hoof up in yeah. that in, in that little thing. That, that poor lady is going to be like, I know, I'm, never, I'm really sad for her. I am. I'm going to get PTSD. Honestly, those poor girls. They are. They're going to see some shit they've never seen before. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wait, so how long, can I ask you, how long have you been going back and forth? Because you're in LA I've now, been, but. Yeah, guys, so I love that we've swapped. I mean, why are we not in the same city at the same time? I know. Um, I mean, I, okay, so I met Rob in very beginning of 2007. Okay. And he kind of, I remember it because we went to look at this house. We weren't even, we weren't engaged or anything. And he saw yeah. this house in Wiltshire and he kind of convinced me to move. And I, I was still really in the throes of my career. And I remember I was so in love with him, but there was yeah. no ring on the finger. And he just definitely had disappointed me in the past. So there yeah. was this real conflict. And I finally agreed to go over there. And the day that I agreed, the day that we landed, I got offered another sitcom and he wow. said, turn it down. I want you to be with me. And that was the moment when I really, Ooh. it was like the fork in the road. Cause yeah, you know how hard it is to get a gig. You like, like no one ever offered me series before I had to work hard. You know, here I'm getting it offered. It was like an ABC show. And I said no to it. And he yeah. said it was in that moment that I said no. And I went to live with him. Then he knew that he would always protect me and always oh. take care of me. And that oh. was like, but I didn't know it at the time. Of you know, he could have, he could have completely fucked with me again and just destroyed my life. So it was a leap of faith. Oh, but no, I've been going, yeah. I think I've been going back and forth since 2009. So like okay. the same thing, a good like yeah. 10, 11 years. Yeah. And it's, I, I love it's a lot. it. Like it's, I love England. Like, what did you think of England when you first, okay. So you meet, you meet Max, right? Yeah. And there's like fireworks and there's like this, this connection. Yeah. How do you take it from there? Like, does he go like, come live with me? Were you no. Like, so England? if we were long distance for a year, um, okay. I met him. I, cause I had been to London before as well. Like, it's funny before I met him years before, I always said I would either live in Paris or France for like six months. Me I mean, sorry, Paris or London for yeah. six months or six months or a year, just whatever. And, and then, um, I'd always come back and forth for music and I've always loved it. And then I got asked to be on Gumball. Like I, I got asked not even by him, by Puma was one of the sponsors and they entered the car and my best friend was friends with one of the girls and was like, Hey, what she want to do this? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Like I'm out. Yeah. And I met him that night we met was just like, Oh, he's kind of cute. And then we had this amazing week, but I literally was like, I'll never see this dude again. This was a nice thing for the week. Like he's also, there's no way that he's a one girl guy. Like, so I kind of put it you out. You wrote him head. off as like fun. You wrote him yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah. I literally, in my head, I was like, okay, cool. So I get back to LA. He calls me like a day later, two days later and was like, I'm flying to LA this weekend. And I was like, why? <laughs> Well, you're like, why would you do that? Yeah, I was like, why? He's like, <laughs> I love that. He probably thought you'd be so excited and go like, oh my God. And you're like, why? <laughs> I was like, why? And so he was like, to see you. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. But even still then, I was, of course, excited because I, and it's funny because when I got married, I have a lot of guy friends. So when I got married, um, two, a, a few of them came and one of them came up to me and hugged me so hard. And he was like, you know, I remember you saying, before you met Max, the next man you met, you met, you met, you wanted to be your husband and you did it. And I was like, wow. oh shit, I did. Like, I didn't even wow. think of that. 
I just got chills. Wow. No, it's true because you know how it is in LA. It is hard to date in LA, girl. Fucking sucks. It, it sucks fucking so bad. All it's the like, ass. It, it sucks all the ass of all the assholes in all of the world. All the assholes. Collective it's horrible. World it's assholes. It's <laughs> brutal. It's brutal. And I was kind of in that place. Well, one, I had just been in so many dumb ass flings. It was just like, and you know, and I'd been through the let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, became yeah. the let's just see what happens, girl. Like that yeah. shit's natural. And it's not. That when no. you're in a fucking adult and you have yeah. feelings for someone, just show up. Just, yeah, show, just show up. up. Just show and it's up. Okay, it's okay to say, I like you. And for the other person to say, I like you back. And there to be like no games in between. 100%. 100%. And I remember saying to my friend that, you know, I do want the next guy to come get me because I'm sick of kind of pretending like I'm okay with if just they don't seeing care. what happens. Yeah, exactly. I do care what I'm happens. I'm done with that. Yeah. Yes. So when I but met him, I was definitely, I also had kind of written off relationships. You know, when you get to that point, where you're just like, whatever. Yeah, that's how, that's and, how I was. I was kind of yeah. in the same way. I was like, it's just not going to happen for me. I'm going to be a career girl. That's yep. fine. I love my career. I'm like, you know, the guys are so disappointing and so flaky and oh. bullshit in LA, you know, and you kind of like, you do, you put that wall. If you get, you get hurt enough by these stupid games where you have to like pretend like you don't care or you're not yep. that keen either. And you're like, why can't it just be easy where I like the person and they like me? So totally. you, get to this, you get to that stage where you're just like, oh, whatever, it's not going to happen. I'm not interested. Yeah. You know, let's just keep it moving. Yeah. And then exactly. the brick, the brick comes in and like completely shatters the whole, the whole wall. You know why? Because they are, I have to say it's, listen, not that they're all, all there's good guys, bad guys everywhere on both sides of the world, wherever. But I do have to say, I feel like the, like Brits are just more family oriented. And I do feel like they're a little more direct, at least, the ones that, you know, you know, so, and I think with Max, especially, I don't know about Robbie, but Max was married before me. I'm his second marriage. He had kids and all that stuff. And for me, it was like, I'd always said, I would never be with a guy again, because I'd been there too, with okay. a baby mom and kids <laughs> and all this stuff. And here it is. You, you got four. four. You got four. <laughs> you didn't just get one. You got four. Four. And it was four. like, what? But he just was, it just is what it is and i'm thankful and grateful and it actually he anchored me like i was i mean i'm still kind of wild when i can sleep off my hangover but you know <laughs> but um you know when we met i was kind of doing club shows i was like traveling a ton and then i would like go away and be somewhere some in germany he'd be like well meet me back in london and we'll go to my parents house in worcestershire or like and i'm just Aww. like What's my life? What the yeah, hell? All of a sudden, it's it's like party, party, wild, and then it's like rooted in the English countryside yeah. and a family, like, and like one eighty. How did I end up here? It's that, just that, nuts, nuts. No, but, but that's another thing because you got like an instant family with him. Because uh, that's, I mean, because I totally. have four kids now, and I okay. find it it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. And I had, I had time to gradually, you right. know, acquire one at a time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, I didn't like give birth to quadruplets. Right. So it was like, you know, and, and it was like, and it was definitely a choice between me and Rob and it, you know, it evolved, but yeah. you went from being a single girl, you know, out, out on your own to all yes. of a sudden a man from a different country, a life in a different country with four children. Like, that's, no. like a, I, I remember our first like family vacation. We, um, it was our time to kind of have the kids for the summer and, and we went to Morocco and it was great and it was nice. But then I remember texting my friend, like, girl how do you day drink and watch kids? 
Like, <laughs> like I can tell um, you. Well, now that I listen, I've been in Britain enough that I'm just like, okay, hey, what's going yeah. on? Day drinking, is, day drinking is how you get through parents. It's how you get through it. I've learned. It's, 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 it's a key. Also, after bedtime, a glass of wine is also essential to refuel. You need it. It's like your mental high five. I love Once it. you've checked them all in, you I get like a little it. self-care of the glass of wine. Yes. No, I've learned. I've completely do they, learned. Do they, I have to say like, go Oh, no, I was going to say, do they like make fun of you? Because obviously like, I know like all of Rob's family and friends make fun of my American accent. They think I talk loud. Like yeah. there's oh. things they don't know. Do they, you've got four, you've got four yeah. kids. I imagine, do they take the piss out of you? Do they go like, they because do, you're the one they, American. They do, they do. I think they think I'm hilarious. First of all, also I still am. I just grew up when I turned 40, I'm 41. So I think they think, I think I'm a kid. So, I I'm a kid. <laughs> so they're like, I think they just think I'm crazy pants. And <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, you know what too? I've been very um, careful with them in the sense that, cause I had a stepdad who I didn't get along with and it wasn't. And I just remember feeling like when I was little, why is nobody, and not in these words, cause I think those, these words are too big, but why is nobody considering my feelings as to what my life, my life has changed. It's been me and my mom. And yeah. now this man moves in and no one's totally. asking me how I feel. And so when we got married and obviously they're also products of divorce, which that's a whole other thing. That's a whole, I mean, I'm, I'm the same as you. I had a stepdad too. And yeah. it was like, it had just been me and my mom for so long. And then all of a sudden there was like this new person and this new family. And you kind of feel like shelved on the outside, you know, totally. and like totally. no one's, no one's checking in with you. So that's, by the way, they're so lucky that they have a stepmom that gets it because to come yeah, into no, that I dynamic. Like, I never wanted them to feel like, oh, here I am. I'm not, you have your mother, you have your dad. I, and also figuring out, and it's what made me have empathy, like full circle for my stepdad, because you, where, how do you figure your, your, um, your role, your role? Exactly. How yeah, do your you position? Your role? Cause exactly. it's intimidating, isn't it? Like I would oh. imagine, I don't, I don't know it from your end about coming into a new family, but I would imagine it'd be like very intimidating to go, okay, well, am I supposed to discipline them in this way? Am I, am I allowed to do that? Or, yes. or am I a hypocrite for, for, for trying to step into that role? Where, where is my, where do my parental kind of like duties lie? Because, yeah. you know, like if they do something wrong is, you know, and I'm a, like, are you and Max ever on a different page with something, you know? He, and like, where does that play in? And yeah. And we've had like, in the beginning, I remember he has said to me in the past, like, well, why don't you discipline enough? And I'm like, well, because I'm still figuring it out. And this was in the beginning. Now I have to say yeah. when anything happens, I'm probably, prob I am the more calm wanting to d understand why opposed right. to listen, jumping into yes. why this is wrong. But they also don't push my buttons like they do their mom and their dad. There's a whole, you know what I mean? So well, you must be like a safety zone for them in some way. Do I you hope mean? so. I do I'm actually sure. hope so. Yeah, Just talking to you, I can tell that you would be a safe haven in a dynamic Thank where, you. you know, like they can push dad, they can push mom, but they can kind of turn to you for that kind yeah. of objective. I hope so. That's, and I'm that's sure what they do. I hope to be. That's because... I, like I said, they have their mom, they have their, who also are great. Like we were just all together as a family. My old, oh God, my oldest stepdaughter just turned 18. <laughs> oh my God. We, you've got an 18 year old. Listen. And so oh we went to Denmark to oh her birthday and her mom was there and her stepdad and then their kids. And like, we hang out 
and we talk and we laugh and and if something comes up that's big with the kids then we talk about it you know that's as so a, good it's huge and i have to say for me it's helped me um with just people being on the show that i'm on opening up and being vulnerable has helped but i was like a little hermit i feel like <laughs> before yeah. so, me too um, i mean you know me too i didn't really know much about anything till kind of Rob dragged me to the other side of the world. I'd always, I was kind of like you because my grandmother lived in Paris my whole life. Oh. So I just wanted to live in Paris because it's oh, my amazing. favorite city. Yeah. And I always felt like, I don't know if you felt like this, but when I was dating in LA, which was awful and tragic as we just yeah. discussed, I, I always felt like a square peg in a round hole because nobody, like I was crazy too. Like no one got yeah. my sense of humor. Everyone yeah. was so literal. You yeah. know what I mean? There was no like outside the box really. You know, and then I met like Rob and it was like this person who had this wicked sense of humor, yeah. who was textured and layered and had dark and light. And he just, he kind of opened my world. And when I got to England, I felt like I'd found my spirit animal people because yeah, it was like I people who tell it to you how it is. They're yeah. honest with none of this fake bullshit of like, hi. Yeah. And then slagging you off, you know, like they're, they're, they'll be, they'll be shitty to your face and great to your face. Exactly. <laughs> And I love that. I yeah, love that. No, I really I agree. appreciate that. And you can, and the, and the kind of dialogue and humor you can have um, with yes. people like, it's so much cooler than I in agree. LA. Isn't it's because it? they don't take themselves so seriously. Most people yeah. do not, they just don't. But, and I, there's so many eccentric characters here. And I hate to say the word eccentric. I don't even think it's that. I just think that because they don't take themselves seriously, they're okay with just being who the fuck they are. Exactly. And that's how it should be. And where a place 100%. like LA, everyone wants to fit try to fit in or try to be something and being so scared it's like you're there for you you want to get to la and be discovered because you're this unique person but but you're but there's not nothing unique that. about you because there's you're nothing to fit unique in. <laughs> you're just trying to fit in it's like how many times can you imagine like do you know it's like you go to fucking hide or the mondrian oh. or wherever Wherever Girl, Hyde, wait, oh, I just had a, I just had Did a, you have flash a flashback. Back. Did I give you a flashback? Did I give Woo! you a Hyde flashback? <laughs> Woo! Woo! Girl, ooh, or ow. Area 51, all that shit, Las Palmas, exactly, <laughs> duh. Ooh, all that. Palmas, ouch, wait, ouch, right? My right, because we're, we're the same age, we're the my same liver. age, so our organs are shutting down at the same time, they can relate. <laughs> but it's, it's a bunch Wait, do you remember Teddy's? Of course I remember hey, Teddy's. I remember once telling my friend, I'm going to have to name my firstborn Teddy because Stop it. I spent more time at Teddy's. I used to live up the street from there. So even if I, even if I didn't want to go out, Stop I'd be it. like, I'm not going out. I'm not going out. Of course I wound up in Teddy's, Teddy's. with my juicy well, sweatsuit on and my fucking uh, <laughs> the juicy tiny. sweatsuit. Well, <laughs> it's perfect that you're talking to me because my first child is called Teddy. No way. <laughs> That is I have hilarious. a teddy. I took that the ball and I ran it home. I took the ball and I ran it home. From my liver to it. my womb. From my I liver to my womb. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, whew, so like amazing. everyone in those clubs is just like looking around, trying to kind of, you know, oh, be cool and and oh, there might be a director here and you know, kind of looking past you and yep. dumb conversations and some dumb, dumb some conversations. Like a Maybach pulls up and like 30 girls flock. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, and it's just like, it's so, I remember at the time, because oh. I was such a, I would go out in attempts of like meeting people and I would come yeah. home and I had my three dogs and I remember my mom would go, no one is ever going to want to date you with three dogs staying at home. And it would just be so demoralizing going yeah. out. And that was what was waiting, you know? So yeah. like 
meeting Rob was like, oh my God, like a, a real person a, with thoughts. A real person, yeah. And personality yeah. who's like wearing his heart on his sleeve instead of all this bullshit. It was like, whoa. LA know. will mess you up. I do tell people that. I'm like, you know, when you come to LA, you, it's best to me, even, I mean, as an adult, obviously it's different, it's different. but at the same time, you need one to know who you are, period. What you stand for, who you are. Two, hopefully you already have a gig or yeah, you've gotten on a gig to keep you busy because otherwise you're just out there with the losers. And that's what happened yes. to me. Like I had my TV show, which I need to bring you. This is such a full circle, crazy situation. I did. So when you were on the show, um, you didn't know Rob then. No, right? and this is the funniest bit was Sean, Sean McGuire. McGuire. He's the one, but no, here's the thing. Okay, so I was going to tell you. Okay, so the episode I did, for whatever reason, Sean McGuire was not in that episode. No. Right? He wasn't. It was like. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's right. He wasn't. I watched the link. I watched some of okay, it today. Okay, okay, okay. Dying. Yeah, yeah. So he was not in it. Okay, so he was not in it. But I remember hearing his name because obviously he was a cast member. And then, so like several years later, I ended up on a TV show on the Warner Brothers lot and he was, I was on stage 19 and he was on stage 20. So we would kind of like see each other, right? I love it. Yeah. And then his best friend was a guy named Callum, who was also English. I remember and Callum. Callum was a really good friend of mine, which is how I met Rob. It was Sean McGuire and Callum set me up with Rob. No, because yes. Sean used to say to me, Oh, I'm going to my friend Robbie's house to play football. I had no clue who Robbie was. <laughs> Me neither. Not even a right. And By the way, I really like, appreciate so you saying that because nobody believes me when I go to England. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm well, like, now I, I know. Uh, now I know he's a demigod. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Here. But you didn't when you were in LA, right? I didn't know. Yes. I'd never heard of no. angels. I didn't know who the fuck he was, and no one in England can believe me. So I'm glad here is my witness. Thank you. Yeah, because Sean used to be like, you must know who he is. I was like, I don't yeah. know who that man is. Okay, <laughs> I don't know who that man, Robbie Will Williamson, William. What? I don't know who he is. And he used to get. So like, come on. Fluster, you gotta know. Yeah, yeah. They, they honestly, people think I'm lying. Like, oh, come on. You knew who he was. You knew he no. was. Like, I, not a clue. Not I a and I'm sure, you know what? I know. I'm sure Robbie loved that as well. I'm sure he, did, he you know what? Yeah. I think that was one big thing. Like people, you know, we, they say, oh my God, because being married to Rob, wasn't that like a big thing where you so intimidated or how do you, how are you married to someone like Robbie, you know? And for me, what was great was I didn't know yeah. who he was. And I, and, and I don't mind calling yeah. bullshit on him. It's like, I get to be myself. If he does something I don't exactly. like, I go, that's bullshit. You know, there's no intimidation. Whereas like, if I was dating Brad Pitt, I probably, part of me would be like, oh my God, it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, you know every I mean? day. What? Every, every day. day. I'd be like, oh my God. I'd probably be like, be like a really weird super fan in his house. Oh yeah. It'd be terrible and amazing like, and terrible. It'd, it'd be terrible and amazing. I mean, mostly amazing from my end and, and, and pretty terrible from his end. But yeah. but like with Rob, it, it's really great. Because I didn't know who he was, I didn't get to, I didn't get to know him on any other level than, than who he was. You know, yeah, like, exactly. like his, his fame didn't bother me because I didn't know he was, I didn't know his fame and I didn't grow up with him and I didn't have a poster of him. So yeah. I could just enjoy him as he was and, get and to really get to know him and yeah, I love that I love 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 that yeah and it was so nice because we kind of spent he took three years off when we when we met each other so I really we really got to be in this kind of like bubble where yeah. we fell in love away from any kind of storylines or paparazzi or anything and it wasn't till after three years that I kind of went into his world and and got to see how kind of crazy it was do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was nice because we got to kind of nurture that little seed. 
like with you Absolutely. and with you and Max, obviously it probably was like a different dynamic too, because obviously you're really well known. How did he yeah, handle? He, he didn't really know. No, he knew of me. And even for the night of that, his event, I actually performed. That was part of my agreement with Puma is that I had to right. perform at like the party. And even that night, I can still see him now like watching me. And he was just like, like, I knew of you, but I didn't know that that was you. And we did, he's still the same. It's, it's, it's never been about music though for him or, or my career. He's just, he's very, um, I've never had someone who is just, just has my back and just is so proud no no matter what I do like no matter what I do like mute whether it's music or tv or whatever or whether it's like well I don't know how I'm feeling about this right now or this thing right now he's just very supportive so and we've never had any like he could care less he teases me and that's the one thing that I made me really like him is that none of the other guys I was dating I felt like they were intimidated like they didn't have the balls to fuck with me and right. he was he would we'll really fuck with you. Like, tease, <laughs> like tease me so bad and i'd be like oh but i loved it like but it you was love so, it yeah but that's what i mean like the english that's what i mean i think it's like that english sensibility too and also yeah. like not being intimidated by your fame fame is like yeah. with rob i will literally tease him so badly about not being famous in america and he will <laughs> tease me he will make all sorts of comments towards me and i love that i love that you know like i feel like american guys they don't even have that in them you know it's it's just like no. not a not a not a, not part of their dna you know and then, like you need someone to to ride you a hundred percent and i because i it's funny i can be very like even though i'm, I'm come i come from hip-hop i'm like I definitely am outspoken, especially with my music and stuff, but in my life, like in me, like my friends know me and my family knows I'm a very, um, I hold a lot of stuff in. I'm very kind of quiet. I do take shit seriously because I'm a worrier. I come from a family of worriers. Me too. So I'm always just like, uh, 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 and Max is so like, just chill. It's not even here yet. Like, why are you worrying about that now? Like, there's nothing we could do about it. And I'm like, but what the yeah, But I'm freaking out. And Rob, but, Rob is like that. Yeah, see, that's so nice. It's I good. wish he I could. can take me. I wish I had like, you know, one thing, I don't know if it's like, I'm a warrior like you too. And it's like with Rob, there's like this innate, and I don't know if it's his Englishness or his, you know, I always make fun of Rob for being north of the wall. I say you come from north of the wall. <laughs> but like, he he's quite confident in, he's, he's, he's relaxed where I'm not relaxed. He'll mm -hmm. kind of go, babe, why are you, you know, why are you creating something that doesn't exist? Why are you panicking? It is what it is. Just it's chill. Oh, God, I love I that confidence. And even when I can doubt myself, because yeah. I can doubt myself on so many levels. And oh he'll be like, you, you know, you, 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 you don't give yourself, you know, he just kind of centers me and, yeah. and he kind of, he makes me, a, he makes me a better person for that. Cause I think I'd be the most neurotic ball of mess if it oh wasn't for him, just like grounding me down. I really miss the California weather. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So how do you handle, because I'm always cold and England is freezing. No, no I agree. It? I have to say, yeah, that part is not great. I, have not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't care how many sweaters or hats or whatever. When it's beautiful here, London is a different city. England it's is the best different. place on earth. When, when, it, when England has great true. weather, there's yes. no other better place. It's the, that is the truth. But when it gets gray and cold, where you're, when you look out the window and you're like, I can't go outside today. How am I yeah. actually, there's no way I'm going there's outside. There's no physical possibility. There's no way. There's no physical possibility. So that part, no, I have not gotten okay with. But I have to say, I don't know if you have noticed this. For me, the last like two and a half years in LA or three years, because I've been doing the show now um, th- that long. The weather's different than back in the day. Like, I feel like it rains a bit more. Than so it much to- more. It rains right. so much more. Like, even in, I remember, like, because you were you were in L.A. with lockdown when it happened, and then you brought Hendrix over. Yeah. Do you remember that weather was so shit for, like, two weeks? It was, like, the end of the earth. It was, like, the worst English winter's day. And I was like, it was what? It, what is yeah, this? No, it's terrible. And, and so it's been I- gloomy here. By the way, it's been gloomy yeah. here right now. Like you're in England. Yeah. It's been, it's been like, I mean, I can't complain to the English listeners, but it's been like hitting the fifties at night. Right. And you know what, you know what? Someone's going to hear that and be like, Oh I, my God. I know, I know. That's cold. That's freezing. That's like, yeah. I, I put, I put on a, we watched a movie in the garden. Cause like, obviously because of quarantine we've been trying to do like social distancing in the garden and whatever so we had a play date in the garden and so we watched a movie in the garden and everyone was making fun of me because I had a full-on full-on puffer jacket like head to toe sweatshirt Rob was in shorts Rob was in shorts I was dressed I was dressed ready from some sort of like 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 North Pole challenge and Rob was in tropical shorts and a sweatshirt I was like how? No, but see, okay, the kids will tease me on that stuff because especially Minnie, the youngest one, she's like 11 now. It, this just happened. We were in Denmark and we were by the seaside and I'm like, it is freezing. <laughs> and she's like, I'm boiling. I'm boiling. And I'm like, how can you be boiling? But they, that's the one thing they will, one of the things that they will say, like, I'll be like, you guys cold? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the same with me. I'm the only one that's cold. And Rob will literally be like, you can't possibly be cold. And I'm like, it's not like some fun game I'm pretending to put on. I'm like, I'm physically, I'm purple right now. Like, like my I'm hands purple. are blocks of ice. This isn't like, yes, yes. I'm cold. He, he cannot understand it. He does not understand I, why I could be cold. 
Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. I do have to say, I do appreciate when it when it's Christmas here. Oh, that's the best. But they do. I have to. Christmas is a religion. I feel like here, and it is for done sure. In a beautiful way that the cold is not the same because you're kind of just like, no. It's like a it's like a perfect cold because it's festive right. cold. Totally. It's a fe- now. Have you? This is something that I was totally like. It was a revelation for me when I met Rob because before I met Rob, I didn't really like chocolate. I wasn't really bothered. But now with English chocolate, oh, yeah. oh my god, I fucking love chocolate. Like I didn't, you know, cause like we grew up with like Hershey's, Nestle's, True. you know, Reese's. Yeah. Like, do you like the Cadbury's or do you prefer, do you prefer no, American chocolate? You know, it's funny you say that. Cause I was like, wait, our chocolate. But when you think about it and you taste the difference, there is a difference. There is a difference. There's a difference. Like, like come on, you've got so many options in England. There's just like, true. there's like flake, there's arrow, there's Cadbury's, oh. there's, there's Terry's I, chocolate I orange. Have you ever had a Terry's so. chocolate orange? Yes. Oh, so every Christmas, it's that's a tradition, which I think is so cute. Um, my husband's mom gives him a chocolate orange because his grandmother used to do it. Oh, and I used to do it. <laughs> that's what I do. I give Robbie, I give him a chocolate orange. And his, oh. in his stocking every year, he gets a chocolate orange. It's so like sweet. his thing. So I feel so like sweet. they probably have a lot of similar, like, like, what's the most English thing you would say about Max? Like, what's the most, like, quintessentially English thing you've noticed about him? It's funny because he is so, um, and I'm sure the same with Robbie, he is so left when it comes to a lot of things that he does and obviously gum on things, but when it comes to tradition in any way of like, whether it's Christmas lunch or speeches or writing in a book or giving a card, like it's those things are not to be questioned or played with. Like, non, non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. Non-negotiable. And when the queen is about to make a speech. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Better what not about, nothing. <laughs> what about, is he, is Max a big football? Because now I have to say, oh, I, now, do you do this thing too, where like when you come to America, you say football and then you have to correct yourself and go, yes. soccer. Yes. Because like people look at you like you're like Madonna and you're being a dick. You're like, no, no, no. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, soccer, football. You know, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, no, but it's true. I, I do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. I have to do the same thing. Like, oh, we were watching football. I mean, soccer. Um, and, but yeah, he's Chelsea all day. Um, oh, he's Chelsea. See, I want our kids to be Chelsea supporters. Ooh, so they can, who, 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 do, who do you support or who does Rob Rob's, support? Rob supports Man, Man United. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like because we live in London, by the way, it's no disrespect because I love Man United. Yes. But when we, we live in London, it's like the only local game around the corner. So like, yeah. I'd rather my kids get to go to local games than never go to a game. But, oh, 100%. but so, so are all your kids Chelsea supporters? Oh, no, but I guess that's like a no-no here at all. Like you Wait, can't what's have a no-no? to, you gotta have having two football you can't no, have you two can't football you're not allowed that's like yeah. a, see like i feel like in america i can love the lakers and i can also yeah. love like the suns you know like whatever i can right. i can like the utah jazz but here i feel right. like you're only allowed in, in england you can only love one team oh 100 yeah that's true that is true actually you know like yeah, it but- gets like heated yeah, it, it does. People, I actually was on a, a Zoom thing I had to do recording and one of the producers from LA, actually, he lived in LA, but he was from West Ham, I think. Or no, oh, yeah, West Ham. West Ham. And yeah. he said to me, like, who does your husband support? And I'm like, Chelsea. He was like, divorce him now. Yeah. And then they, Max was there and they had a whole thing. Max started throwing up shirts while I'm working. Stop like, it. Oh my God, that's so funny. 
And then he, he loves that they were throwing up shirts. They throwing up shirts. He throws up a Chelsea shirt. This guy turns his computer on and shows us all his shirts on the wall. I'm like, okay, you no. guys have to, you have to stop. Oh my but God. It's real. That is so but Rob says, you know, Rob always says to me, because it's like, it's so English. He goes, if I ask a guy what his team is, and he says he doesn't have a team and he doesn't support football, he goes, I'm automatically suspicious. I said, he's like, I can't be friends with someone who doesn't support a football team. But I it's like, that's a very English thing, isn't it? Like it's super, like, and people will get in fights about what team they support and their team is, it's like a real dividing line. That's true. Does Max ever use, because sometimes Robbie uses on me, he uses um, Cockney rhyming slang. Have, they, have you been exposed to that? I have, but not that he uses. I think when we first got together, it was like our, you know, like me learning stuff. But yeah, 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 yeah. On me. Yeah. Did you find, I found like words like, I didn't know what polystyrene was for a really long time. Oh my God. And um, aluminum. Come aluminum. On. Come I on, aluminum. Aluminum. Aluminum, right? Aluminum. It's so much easier. It it's so much easier. Better. You have to put so much less effort into aluminum. It's just like aluminum. I just had this conversation with him like two days ago about aluminum. It is really annoying. It's annoying. It's so annoying, but I always lose the fight because everyone in my house is English. So I'm always the one like wrong. Okay. You feel like that with the four kids and Max. You're always going to be the, oh, the wrong 100%. one. Oh, 100%. When we first got together and I would say like, oh, you're going to change your pants? And they'd be like, what? Like, the I'm pants? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? I'd be like, That's what I mean. Because I say pants all the time and I forget people are thinking I'm talking about underpants. Yeah. And also yeah. like, I didn't know, like, I don't know if, well, well, I don't know if you do like, I don't know if you do lots of live TV in England, but there are certain words that I didn't know were bad words that, that Robbie had taught me. Ooh, like, yeah. like, you know, when it's pissing down raining, you've heard that, yeah. right? Right. Well, I didn't know pissing it down was a bad thing. And I remember being on Loose Women and I'm talking about it, pissing it down. All of a sudden the whole audience went, <gasps> so and you I was like, say pissing it down. No, you can't say pissing it down. I had to, I had to do a live apology. No. Are you serious? That is well, not a word you can say. I've, I've heard worse words. Actually, no, you can't say pissing it down. And also you can't say you've heard of a guy's bollocks, right? Oh yeah. Bollocks. So I didn't know. I just thought that was a word for balls. I thought you yeah. could say balls. Yeah. I also learned on Loose Women that you can't say bollocks live either. Oh, damn. <laughs> I know, but they don't, but like, but like I was about to say, it's I feel like you, you, it's not a bad word, right? Like pissing it down, raining and I still can't understand why it's like a no, no. Yeah. But like, I imagine that you have some of the same like Northern vernacular words that I have because our men are from literally the okay. same place. Yeah, he but he's like he will tease me about certain things. Or sometimes he'll be like, um I'm trying to think what's a word that I always say that he's like, what did you just say? And also I'm from Philly. So sometimes my Philly comes out and it's like <laughs> it's a whole different it's a whole extra like, ball game. Yeah, he's like I I completely do not understand what you just said at all. That is like, so funny. And I, I say to people, like, we all speak English, but it's a different type It's a of different English. English. What about when, yeah. like, because, like, Rob makes fun of me when I get together with, like, my girlfriends or whatever. You know, it's like, we're all kind of talking fast and loud and over, uh, like, when you get together with your family, I imagine you yeah. go into, like, family Philly mode, Great like, American. That's what I yeah. mean. So does and Max kind of go... Oh yeah, no, he'll be like, as soon as you start talking to them, you're, you're, you go so fast. And then I have a cousin, my cousin Takia, 
And I guess it's a Philly thing, which I've never noticed before. We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I hang up, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I have a That's all you did the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so funny. It's so fun. I feel like I feel like Max and Rob. We should get them. I feel like we should have them together so they can make fun of us and tell 100%. like how it really is from their eyes. Yeah, because like yeah, I that know would that, would, that be would be good, wouldn't it? Because they're like literally they'll have the same cultural references, and we're both LA chicks, and they yeah. just and we're the same age, yeah. so like the same oh, references. Exactly. Like I, I feel like Rob was honestly, he was so excited when he read that Max was from Stoke because it's like, I feel like there's like a little community. We used to live across from um, in our old house, we used to live across from Slash. And Slash, wow. whose real name is Saul Hudson, is from Stoke on Trent as well. No yes, Slash is from Stoke on Trent. That so is crazy. I, isn't that crazy? I, I know he was there um, because he has these stories, Stoke on Trent, because now my sister in law actually lives up there um in stoke in stoke and he was born in this little hospital because i don't know what happened in this place called stone that is like teeny weeny maybe ask rob about it but robbie knew stone robbie knew stone he saw stone he was he knew what he knew stone teeny apparently it's cr- that's crazy. That Robbie crazy. Robbie definitely knew Stone because he was like he's from Stone, and of course that means nothing to me. Right, he's like, babe, he's from right around the corner from me. Like I, he, that he, is he nuts. that's nuts, I right? Because when I told him I was coming on as well, he actually didn't mention. He was like, oh yeah, Robbie's mad about football. He actually said that when I said I was coming on. Robbie is obsessed. Like literally, like honestly, when that when 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 quarantine happened, I think that was his biggest upsetness was that Aww. football had to stop. Like, honestly, he's counting down the days till he can, like, just fully immerse again. It's all he, like, all, Sky Sports is all that plays in our oh, house on the weekends. Oh. Like, even in L.A., he'll get up early for the games. Like, oh, God, yeah. With his little tops. Like, he's, you know, he gets really aggressive and excited when a goal happens. He's like my little, my little baby football man. He gets, <laughs> he gets his little English mates over. I make him like my, and my mother-in-law will bring, she'll like, she'll like, she's like, you know, like Maria full of grace. She like, she like stows away oat cakes on the plane, like a drug mule. And she comes. And then, so we have tons oh. of oat cakes frozen. So we like, so we will like defrost the oat cakes for the English friends with the pickles and the, you know, oh. and that's his, and that's the weekend. That's There's really- always, in LA, our house is like Brits abroad because everyone's everyone's from England anyway. Like there's so few people from LA in my house that I'm always I'm always the foreigner, whether I'm here or there. I love that. I now, love that. how often do you have to go back and forth between LA and the UK right now? So right now, I'm good, but well, we, yeah, quarantine was and we don't know still like at the moment they're planning like they have us kind of in the headspace of like you'll be going back in september but honestly no one knows. no one knows but last year was nuts i think i traveled probably more than i traveled at, ever it was like every two three every three weeks probably whether wow. i was going coming um and then even the beginning of this year because i still perform as well so i still had right. shows um, so sometimes I like leave the show, go perform, go straight back to the show, come back here. Like it was nuts. Oh my God. That's nuts. Oh, it was nuts. That 12 hour flight is not cute. It's just no. Nuts. And the jet lag is, is really not pretty. It's like, especially horrible. going that way, especially oh. going to England. It's, it's, it's horrible. Not it, a good look. 
Yeah, it's horrible. So I have to say as bad as, you know, God forbid. Quarantine it, yeah. Quarantine. At least you're getting to be in one place for oh, a little beat. Oh, we have not had this in a very, where we have not had this amount of time in probably years, honestly. That's exactly what Robbie and I said. We said, because like usually, you know, he's running around all over the place, you know, flying to this gig, doing those, you know, and, and we probably have, I would say every three weeks, he's on a plane going somewhere to do something. This is the first time in years, like maybe since before we had kids, where we've actually been in the same place yeah. for months on end. With, and it's been, you know, that's been like a blessing in the midst of all this like shitty stuff is that like we're all getting to kind of like hunger down, you know, like especially oh. if you're someone that goes back and forth like this, there is like a real blessing in getting to root that down. Is, that part has been really nice. That part of just sitting still is so fucking important. And it's, it's like so important and, and so overlooked all the time. I know because I feel like we before I feel like everyone, anyone who's busy or has a busy life or kids or whatever, we kind of lie to ourselves and say, well, I'll just, I'll do it this weekend. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll do this, this. But you know what? That shit might not happen. So hundred percent. we all need to take, you know, sitting still and taking care of ourselves or taking care of the people we love or connecting a little more seriously. That is hugely important. That's what I've learned a lot from this whole crazy time. Yeah, totally. So. I totally, I feel like the connectedness, I feel like I really enjoy how in some way simple things have gotten because okay. just like we were talking about the hair and the nails, yeah. all those things, you know, you're constantly skipping to, oh, I've got to do this. I should do this. And you know, whether it's career related or self-care, you're constantly like, like kind of rushing and stumbling to the next thing you've got to do. And this kind oh. of forced force the conversation to go a little more quiet, a little more still. Yeah. And it's really kind of put things in perspective on what's important. And also just, yeah, just like taking what's, what's necessary. What's, what's not necessary. necessary. Totally. Yeah. And I, it's, I refuse to like, I mean, I'm, I love, I feel very blessed that I'm able to do the show with zoom and everything, but I think it is that flying the way I flew. I don't want to have to do that. I just don't. That's intense. I mean, it's that's, intense. And I like, kind of remember, I kind of remember Sharon used to do, oh, she did, uh, yeah, the show over here is like, yeah, I, she was I, doing, I don't know how she did it. I no, don't know how she, she would literally leave on a Thursday night or no, not even. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Cause then she could arrive on a Friday, do the show and then come back. It's can, insane. But you know, it's yeah. like, it is, it is that thing where like, we are so fortunate in, in this position to be able to work, even though there's this quarantine, yes. but also to not put our bodies through that, you know, like I think going oh forward, I don't even know that that's going to be possible for several years to be flying back right. and forth like that, you know, like just on right. a, on a health, on a health, health tip. What yes, are you going to do? What are you doing for, by the way? Cause I know Rob is in the same kind of boat. Cause I, I remember yeah. reading that you were going on tour and you had shows this summer and I was just talking to your manager about Glastonbury, which is like, Oh, my heart broke for you. Cause I was like, Oh, and I know that like Rob kind of had Vegas this year and other yeah. shows and festivals. It's like, how do you feel? And this is a question I, I don't even think I've asked him is like, like where, where is your head? Cause you're, you're an artist, you're a performer. Like, how do you, like, how are you kind of taking that energy and those, those, those vibes and that creative yeah. process and how are you kind of using that in quarantine in England? You know, yeah. like what, how, how is it, how are you translating it? Cause Rob started think, writing music. 
Yeah, I think for me, I definitely, the show has definitely kept me busy, I have to say. We're probably busier than I would be if I was there, only because we're now working every day. We used to have a four-day week. So now oh, wow. every day and um and we're doing extra little things in between. But musically, I kind of I first of all, performing is like my most favorite thing in the world. It's like it's my happy place and the place I feel like I am most myself and at any given time. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure my computer does not shut off. It will <laughs> not. It will not. It I will not let that off. happen. It will uh, not. And yeah, so I have to say I'm I'm just disappointed because this would have been my first year of festivals i've never done festivals and i, know. I was so like ah this is i amazing. know my heart broke for you when i read that i was like no it's not like, this year and we no. had like we literally were already working on the visuals like my manager who you talk to billy that's my creative like tennis partner like we this yeah, back and forth and we were so excited. I actually am really sad for Billy, though. Poor thing. I think, I don't know if he's listening, because he loves Glastonbury. He's been before. And I had never It's amazing. Before. That's what I mean. Like, because, like, being American, Glastonbury yeah. is, like, you know, way on the other side of the world. It's not something, you know, we hear about Coachella. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly. Burning those Man. The big, a burning Man, exactly. Yeah. But, like, Glastonbury, that's, like, the, that's, like, the holy grail in Europe of festivals. Literally. And so... Yeah, I mean, I, that part I was super disappointed about. But at the same time, I'm like, I am writing poems more, which is how I kind of started writing music. Um, and that part has been really nice because I think over the last few years, I just kind of, we, we as actually like me and management were like, let's go and get this album. Let's write this album. Um, and then it, and I'm, I was happy about it. And we put out like a song and then I kind of pulled back and it's kind of nice to be in this kind of like raw, um, creative space that I don't have to do anything. Yeah. With, unless once I get enough of it, maybe then I right. might carry it. Or, so that part has been nice because I feel like I've gone back to the roots of, I love words, which is why I started rapping. And I feel like I've gone back to that of like, I'm thinking something. I just want to write it down. I want to make it this. It's an emotion or whatever. So that has been great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, Rob, I mean, I think it's like the same thing. Also, It's like at first he didn't want to do anything. He felt like he felt kind of crestfallen about all the gigs that he couldn't do. And you, there was this kind of like mourning period where he just kind of was drawing or doing other things, you know, and all of a sudden then I think in the midst of it, he realized there was no pressure to do anything. And that actually made him feel creative again. And he's, you know, he, he's, he's the same kind of thing. He's, he's more a poet in the sense that he's, his words are how he express, you know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't play the piano. He doesn't play the guitar, but he writes words, you know, yeah. and I, and I've noticed kind of like a renaissance in him while whilst I would just say the past few weeks is when he really has started to want to write again out of his own kind of, not yeah. because he has to, not because he should, just because all of a sudden something creatively has been still know, in him. You said it right there of it's the pressure. I think people don't realize like, yeah, while we are blessed and thank you, God, thank you, universe, thank you, angels for my life. And, but it become, it goes from those first few years where it's just excitement, where you've gotten signed and it's all new. Then you're a business. Then you have to make a in that business. And then you're supporting you're, lots of people too. You're supporting lots of people. You also have, you know, there are people who are needing an album, needing this. You, that creative part almost gets pushed 
down sometimes. Yeah. It gets suffocated about like all the, like the business side of things and all the like functionary things. And it kind of get, you know, like, I feel like even Rob said for like a long time, he, he, it was about like finding the hit too, like making sure he found the hit and and got the album out and the album supports the tour and the whole machine that's involved with that. And, and it can like stifle that creative process that you started with, which was just the need to express yourself in a way. It, that is it. So that it has been, it has been good. I think, um, I've done a lot. I mean, it's been nice to kind of just discover shit about me, like without being. Yeah, I was about to say, like, how is it? How is it you now? Okay, so like, you know, when you first started rapping, which is like just so impressive. And I feel like there's another question I had that I read about the sisterhood thing, which was like, wow. When I read that, I was like, wow, I had no idea about it not really being a sisterhood. Because in my my brain space, it was like, yeah, it was like you and Missy Elliott and Lil Kim. You know, it was like well, that should say, be like, a. Miss- yeah, Missy's no, cool. Is Missy cool? Were okay, but certain people, there was a teeny small. I could count on one. It's probably two girls. Wow. See, I would think like female oh, rappers would the best, 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 best. She is. So I'm glad the- she's great because I've always looked up to her. So I'm like, I'm glad to hear that she's no. great. And, but and I would. What's funny is like I've. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. I'm like, I think I'm having a delay. My bad. Oh no. Um, um, but yeah, I, when I first got in it though, I did think it was this whole big, like, Hey girl, come be on my record girl. And I'm gonna be on your record girl. And <laughs> that shit. And it was wasn't up. like that. <laughs> no, it I, wasn't. I would go up to people and be so excited. Cause they're the girls that I used to smoke blunts to the back, you know, in the back of cars and listen, of course. Oh, God, I'm gonna be in the business. And some of them I would go up to and they'd be like, uh, yeah, they hit me with the have your people call my people shit. Oh and no. Oh no. How? That's almost, that's oh. like when a guy breaks up with you and he's like, it's not you, it's me. That's yes. horrible. They hit me with that. And, but I have to say over the years, some of the girls who we might not have clicked and at that time, you know how it was like hip hop, they, they kind of pitted you against these, like one girl for one crew and all that right. shit. But as we got older, I have to say there's a, a few girls who we might have had those that head bump and now we're super cool. And it's probably just because we're older and like getting older and like evolving and chilling yeah. out a bit. Yeah, like fuck it. Nobody cares. Like you nobody know, cares. Well, we because also you're so like you're so like hungry when you're young too. Oh, and it's like yes. it's like, you know, like I definitely as I've gotten older, I believe in this notion of abundance, you know, like, you oh. know, like you know, like like, you know, for me, you know, like the universe abundance you know if something somebody has something it doesn't mean they've taken it away from you and i think 100%. when you're younger there's this notion of like well if she has it then i don't you know or like they got that job i didn't yeah. you know and, and and i think that really has to do with yeah just getting older and kind of like and also like i'm sure it's the same with you like having a family and a husband oh, but yeah. it's not just you anymore it changes you know it's like you yeah. your career your stuff isn't the only thing on the on on, on deck you know and, and it, it kind of gives you other things that you're so passionate about that it's not just the career that makes you happy 100 percent, 100 percent. and i i agree with you too with the abundance i truly do believe that there we wouldn't all be here if there wasn't enough for all of us you just have to figure out in what in your life your um, lane your lane and we all have one. We, we do. all have a lane. We all have we a all lane. And no one and no one can take the lane away from us. Our no. lane is our own to create. We lay we lay the pavement for our lane each day. Yeah. You know, and I, and just because someone else is 
does well and their lane is shiny and sparkly doesn't mean right. you have a less sparkly lane. It just, you find 100%. it. hundred percent. But like, that's mm -hmm. what I was going to ask you is like, okay, so now like, you know, if you look back at, you know, you were this girl in LA and you were starting your career and you were young and you're a rapper and now you're married and you have four kids and you live in England. Like yeah. how has, have you noticed how the poetry has changed or has it changed? Um, has my poetry changed? So it's, I've always been very honest in my work, my, my, I guess, poetry or music, or I would say music. Like right. I've always written what I know or what I've lived or whatever. I, I think it's changed in a sense that I'm more comfortable with being vulnerable and I'm more comfortable with being even more, I won't say even more honest, extremely honest, brutally honest with myself, my emotions. And I think with hip hop, especially there was, while I was as super real and all those lyrics were me, there is a level of, um, a level of showing up, showing like up. Like a front, like a front, like, but that, that, I mean, but that's the thing is like when you're young, it, it is like your confidence is your front because you don't really have it yet. 100%. You're trying to prove to the world that you are this thing and you got this and you do, you know, and in a sense that is the real you, but, but in the other sense, it's, it is kind of this, the superhero you'd like to be. Yes. There's, exactly. there's, there's a difference between the connection of who you are really, which is you can have moments of doubt and insecurity, but when you're young, you don't want to show those. No way. You can't, you can't be fabulous with insecurity. Whereas like when you get older, those are the things that make you fabulous is being able to go, Hey, I feel small about myself right now. Exactly. And this is why. And, and expressing that. Well, I guess, I mean, listen, I feel like I could talk to you for like 800 hours. Me too, I know. <laughs> this is like so annoying that I'm like 6,000 miles away from you because all I want to do is just come over and have a glass of wine with a mask and just hang. Right, exactly. <laughs> Put a We're going to just, we'll sit in a garden, whether it's raining or not, and we'll just yeah. have a little cocktail and lift the mask up and then, you know, just, just, just lift. We'll have our vapes. Yes. But, um, you know, it's been so nice. I feel like it's just so weird how small the universe is and how like, you know, you and Sean McGuire and now our husband's from Stoke-on-Trent and here we are living, okay. living in LA. You know, I married a musician, you're a musician, your husband's, a, you know, it's just like, it's you know, nuts. there's no one else I really know. I don't have another friend or person I know that's from LA or lives in LA and it married to someone in Stoke-on-Trent and goes back and forth in the entertainment industry. It's, nope. It's we're a, the only two unicorns. We're the only two, <laughs> we're the only two unicorns and thank God they met us. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Thank God. Thank God for them. But yes. I just really like, cannot thank you enough for taking the time to do this podcast for with sure. me. I, I'm such well, a fan of yours. As, this was you're like a, you're like a, like a fun human to talk to. You're smart and you're cool. And I just, you've always been sparkly and amazing to me. And it's so nice to actually spend the time talking to you to realize and, and understand that you are that person I've always thought, which is incredible. I love Eve so much. I could have chatted to her for hours. And what are the chances that we are both American girls married to Englishmen from Stoke-on-Trent? That's freaky. Ah, uh, thanks so much, Eve, for coming on. We will be back in two weeks' time with another terrific episode of Postcards from the Edge. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please subscribe. I mean, it's actually begging. Rate us, review us, all the five stars, all the bells and whistles, please, wherever you find your podcasts. Seriously, desperate, desperate for a good review. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. 
Postcards from the Edge is a Blueprint Pods production. Executive producer Sophie Palak and producer Warren Borg. Postcards from the Edge. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.